It is the Big League Magazine Run to the Finals podcast, round 24, brought to you by Slater and Gordon. Remember, if you've got a legal issue to tackle, give Slater and Gordon a call on 1-800-555-777. Time now to get to our stats corner, our fantasy movements, as we like to call them. Uh, and when we do that, we speak to CK1, Chris Kennedy. G'day, CK. How are you going? Yeah, really well. Um, how'd you go last week? More, I think this was interesting too. Um, Anthony Milford, the MILF. I reckon he would have been traded out of so many sides over the last five or six weeks. He was back to top form. Many, many teams traded him out. It was actually a disaster weekend for a lot of coaches, including myself. Heaps and heaps of guns just completely fell over and, and completely failed to deliver. But, yeah, Milk was a rare bright spot for those still holding him. With all of the – you said all of the kind of um, stars that fell over and had bad weeks, Who is there anyone who should be kind of traded out, who we should be getting rid of? Yeah, look, a lot of the guys who had poor scores, it probably holds. It was more like a, a lowish week. You look at guys like, you know, Bodine Thompson and Sam Burgess, both getting 40s, should, should bounce back. You know, Nathan Cleary had a huge week the other week, back to 32. Sean Johnson, Bryce Cartwright, Jared Croker, Cameron Munster, all these guys with really poor scores who've been keepers in the past and, and really good over the past couple of months. So I'd be keeping most of those guys. But um, I, I guess Cardi's a bit of an issue. He's, uh, he mentioned on Sterler during the week that he's managing a bit of an ankle and he was quiet. He, he went off a bit early against Newcastle. Um, anyone who's not quite that top-tier keeper level, so you're, you know, Elijah Taylor's, potentially Elliot Whitehead, um, maybe James Roberts, these sort of guys who've been near the top of the, the tree in their position but not quite at the top. You can start sort of, if you've got trades left, start can consolidating, cash them out to really cheap players and then use the money elsewhere or upgrade them to, to out-and-out guns. Did James Roberts get any fantasy points for the number of schooners that he drank on Aww. Sunday night? We a little bit of conflict between stats providers on exactly what the final figures are. So, yeah. okay. exactly so do, you, do, you, do you give a margin sort of thing, 12 to 18, 19 to 24, that sort of thing? Is that how it works, Chris? We might have to do it. Yeah, like kick metres is a point for every 20 metres. You might just get a point for every every 10 schooners or something. Okay, fair enough. Um, Chris, Paul Gallen caused a lot of heartache last week. Um, you know, oh. considering he's got this calf thing ongoing, would you get rid of him or maybe uncaptain him, do you think, if you've got him in there? Uh, certainly wouldn't be captaining him this week. It was uh, yeah, it was a huge headache for a lot of players because obviously he was named in the final team list an hour before kickoff, which is what we all watch out for, and then strained a, a calf in the warm-up and no one had time to change their teams and everyone was cropping auto-emergencies all over the place, which is the last thing you want. Um, named to play this week. Apparently he was on walking duties at, at training um, earlier in the week. Uh, apparently he's all right to play, but yeah, it's just with his whole you know managing his workload heading towards the final, I'd be. Uh, I'm a little bit concerned about him, and I'm. I'm certainly contemplating um, moving him out of my my 17 or possibly even my 25 altogether, and and using the cash elsewhere to bring in you know guys like you know Jack DeBellin and, and Trent Merrin who don't have any injury clouds over them. I heard him interview during the week. Um, I think there'll be a fitness test pretty early on before that game on Monday night, and the fact that it's a Monday night might give him a better chance, obviously, of playing given he's got an extra couple of days recovery too. So uh, the other one who, of course, won't be there for a while is, uh, and I believe a hot topic around the fantasy corner, is uh, James Tedesco. What's the what's mm. the thoughts there, Chris? Well, yeah, Tedesco's been the absolute benchmark in that fullback position all year. He's in heaps and heaps of teams. Um, so a lot of people are going to have to trade him out. A lot of people are probably going to be stuck with him because they can't trade him out because they've used all their trades. But if you do have trades, then it's time to move him on. Um, I'm liking the look of... Uh, you've got to be ruthless, mate. You've got to be ruthless. <laughs> you, heartless no, bastard, CK1. No room for any kind of sympathy or, or empathy when you're a fantasy coach. It's all about the cold, hard facts and the, the cold, hard figures. So it's time to cut him. 
It's oh. sad that he's broken his jaw, but he's got to go. Um, and I'm liking to look at Josh Dugan in the back. Oh, he is at he's home right now. Apparently, apparently you're going to send all these cards to him in hospital <laughs> yeah. saying, thanks, you've been dropped from my supercase. He's listening to this podcast and one solitary tear is running down his yeah. cheek. And he so can't even really speak, so he can't even express himself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I that was the hardest part for him to take was actually being cut from all these fantasies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Tigers' final chances is one thing, but the fantasy things really pushed him over the edge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've got to sell him. We've got to sell him. He's not playing, so uh, who are the options? I like Josh Dugan at the moment, a two-round average of 60, sort of hit a bit of form of late. Um, you've got some guys who can really kind of go big but aren't all that consistent, like David Nofaluma and, and Josh Mansour in that position. Uh, Cameron Munster's been great all year. Um, aside from his injury layoff, he was quiet on the weekend, though. Um, Ewan Aitken's been super consistent. He's the other one I really like in that position. He's available at centre end, wing fullback. So a couple of dragons there, sort of top of the tree. Um, and a guy we talked about a couple of weeks ago, Jared Hayne, would be a very left field option because his scoring uh, in a fantasy sense hasn't been amazing, but he does get to play uh, Newcastle this weekend and being an attacking player, who knows what he might do uh, this weekend. That's interesting. Josh Mansour is directly opposed to David Norfoluma this week. Mm, Left winger for Penrith, right winger for the the West Tigers. Yeah, it's a mouth-watering clash. Both uh, top of the tree in terms of tackle busts this year, so could be some explosive stuff out on that fringe this weekend. Any other recommendations for the fans this week, CK1? Yeah, I'm, I'm not quite. I'm not minding uh, Jamie Bure actually. A three-round average of uh, of close to 65. He sort of uh, worked his way into it back from injury, but he's been really consistent of late. And the good thing about Jamie Bure is he's available at hooker. So we've um, had quite a few hookers fall over. Like you know, Mitch Rain's gone back to the bench. Josh Hodgson's out suspended this week. Jake Friend's really dipped off. Um, all kinds of guys. You know, obviously Cam Smith's still your number one, but if you want two guys in the, the hooker position, I'm uh, I'm probably selling Andrew McCulloch for Jamie Bure this week because McCulloch got a pretty low score in the weekend. So yeah, Jamie Bure a little bit of a point of difference option for the run home, but I don't mind at the moment. Yeah, playing good footy, playing good footy, and uh, Manly sure got plenty is. of use out of him. Good on you, CK1. Revered around these parts, you are. <laughs> Glad to hear it. <laughs> there he is, Chris Kennedy from the NRL Fantasy and our, our stats guru. Great to have him on the program.